Hello to all, my name is Caroline and I'm pleased to welcome you to this new podcast season where we will take a dive into EHL alumni events around the globe through Grégoire and his team's travels. Let's continue to travel the world then. Two weeks ago, we stopped in Budapest and I hope you enjoyed discovering a new point of view from a future EHL student. This week, we're traveling to Madrid with Patrick and Daniel. Patrick lives in Madrid and today, as a STAM committee member, he will be our guest speaker. Daniel is the Industry Relations and Alumni Coordinator at EHL Group. Together, Patrick and Daniel will tell us a little more about the encounter a few weeks back and they will share with us how Madrid is a very attractive city to live and to work in. Good morning, Patrick and Daniel. Thank you both for your time in participating in this episode. So let's start directly with you, Patrick. Could you please introduce yourself with your name, EHL graduation year and your career so far? So yes, good morning. Uh, thank you very much for inviting me. My name is Patrick. I got graduated in 2000 in Lausanne Hotel School. Um, I started my career with an espresso at the beginning and at the same time I launched my company. Uh, we were active in the event industry and then due to many uh, events, we decided to change the field of our company. So we did a lot of things. Uh, and then at the same time, I worked for companies in the water industry uh, like Eden Springs. I worked for other event companies. And then the last years, I've been working for Nestle Professional in Switzerland. I was in charge of the sales of the coffee Nescafe for the Oreca business. And then when it got to an end with Nestle, we moved to Spain. And a couple of months ago, we started a company, my wife and I, and I'm working in a real estate industry. We buy, we refurbish and we sell a historical apartment in the Madrid city center. Ah, very interesting. So for how long have you been in Madrid now? It makes two years and a half. Ah, okay, great. Yeah. So you will tell us a bit more after afterwards if you miss Switzerland or not. But uh, <laughs> sure. let's pass on the mic to Daniel. Uh, you met Dan Patrick in January, so this year, at a STAM event in Madrid. What did you enjoy the most about this event? Thank you, Caroline. And hello, everybody. And thank you, Patrick, for being uh, with us today. So the event in Madrid in January was very special for many reasons. Um, the first one, because I was able to meet Patrick in person for the first time. He joined the STAM committee around a year ago, and we've been exchanging a lot of emails. But of course, due to the current situation, we were not able to meet in person. So it was a wonderful opportunity to finally meet Patrick and spend a, a great evening together with the rest of the STAM. Second, it was also great to be able to see the STAM and, and see also the people over there. The last time I was in Madrid was in 2020, in January, so just before the pandemic hit. And um, I got to say, I was quite missing the atmosphere over there, the community in Madrid that is amazing, the community that is growing year over year. So it was wonderful to be part of an event and to be able to exchange with the alumni uh, in Madrid and be able to have a, a nice evening together, get them up to speed with uh, what's happening at EHL, answer any questions they have and see how we can further support their stamp locally. It sounds amazing and it seems that everyone enjoyed it. Uh, so Patrick, you're part of the STEM committee uh, in Madrid. Could you tell us how the committee is organized so far and what are maybe the upcoming events? Yeah, so we are organized in a in quite easy way. Uh, we have the STEM FATO. Christian, uh, he's the boss, and then we have a treasury responsible, who is uh, Alejandro, and we have a social media responsible, who is Apolline, and I am the responsible for events. We got this organization like this, it makes one year, more or less, 
and this is a new way of uh, organizing the Stam in Madrid. We didn't have a lot of events, unfortunately, due to the pandemic. So as soon as we had an opportunity, we, we caught it in order to meet the new alumni who are in Madrid. Now we don't have a lot of upcoming events planned, but we have the ambition and, and the goal to increase the amount of events, to do more and more, because we know that people want it. And we are super happy to meet the old alumni and the younger ones. And we can see that it matches perfectly and it works perfectly. Everybody is super happy all together. And that's true that the last event uh, we organized, that was two weeks ago, it has been a success. And we organized it quite quickly, quite late. Uh, we sent the invitation quite late as well. And we had a lot of attendees. So we were quite impressed by this highly success. Yeah, and that's also good for the future events. I'm sure the enthusiasm will still be there. And so, Daniel, um, you have been following then the STAM in Madrid for several years now. Did you see any key changes that you would like to highlight? Yes, of course. And um, it has all been uh, quite a pleasure to see the STAM in Madrid grow. I guess the first one that I can mention, which is, is not a recent change, but it feels like a recent change, is the committee itself. So Christian got joined by Patrick Alejandro Napolin around a year, a year and a half ago. And even though it sounds long, um, it seems like it was yesterday. <laughs> and I guess that's also because we haven't been able to make a lot of events because of the pandemic. But that has been maybe the main change in the STAM itself, as we have uh, a new committee, uh, if I can still call it new, that has a lot of energy and a lot of will to uh, keep on doing activities and keep on making uh, this time more dynamic. And we can see this um, in terms of the reaction of the committee locally whenever they do an event. As Patrick just said, last event was a success, even though it was last minute in terms of a communication. There was quite a lot of people that joined and everybody was super happy to be able to have a, an evening to exchange with fellow alumni and, and basically uh, reconnect with the people of the STAM. Uh, throughout the years, um, what has been great is uh, the increase in number of members in Madrid and basically the participation in the events. We have seen more and more people traveling and going to Madrid for work and personal life. And basically, uh, they know that they have a stamp that they can count on for anything they need. What's interesting as well is we have uh, the younger generation coming more and more to Madrid, whether it's for doing uh, master studies that we've seen quite a, quite a trend in that sense, or others with their professional jobs moving to, to the city of Madrid, of course, because of their companies. So what's interesting and what's nice is having this mix of generations that the STAM Madrid has from the more senior alumni to sort of mid-senior alumni and then the younger alumni that are, are joining the community. And it's great just to have this mix. This is really kind of the beauty of the uh, EHL network is that you meet so many people, not only from so many backgrounds, but also from different generations. And being able to learn and to receive also and to give experience and, and knowledge to different kinds of generations. I think it's what makes the EHL family, as we call it, so strong and so special around the world. Yeah, what Daniel says is absolutely true. And this is part of the of the DNA of the EHL spirit. That's great to be able to exchange all together because we have to learn from each other. And the younger and the older, we, have, we can share experience, we can share yeah, what we learned about the industry, the new way of working, the new way of doing things. So we all have things to bring to each other. That's great. Well, your committee is organized also this way, right? You have different generations in the committee and uh, this is the image also of the, of the members at the end, isn't it? Yeah, which is true. Yeah. So you mentioned initially, Patrick, that uh, you moved a couple of years ago from Switzerland to Madrid. What helped you make the move and what are the main reasons that made you stay then? Um, the story is that I, I met my wife in Madrid almost 10 years ago. 
Mm -hmm. We've been traveling between Switzerland and Spain for one year, one year and a half. And then she took the decision to move to Switzerland. And we stayed five years in Switzerland where she wasn't extremely happy, to be honest. And when it got to an aunt with Nestle, she told me, okay, uh, listen, the kids and I, we go back to Spain. So you decide. And I said, okay, I follow. <laughs> so I jumped in the first airplane and we moved to Spain and, and for the best, actually. Um, to be honest, at the beginning, I was a little bit scared to move because, I don't know, I never tried anything else. I've been living in Switzerland forever. Uh, I was born in Switzerland. I grew up in Switzerland. I, I've been so Swiss, actually. And to move to Madrid was probably the best thing I did. Before moving to Spain, I called the office in Lausanne of the alumni and I asked if they could give me some contacts in Spain and they gave me the phone number of Christian. And Christian was absolutely fantastic with me because he took a lot of time to explain me how the life is in Spain. And then he told me, but yes, of course, don't think one more minute, jump in a plane, come to Madrid and you're going to love it for sure, for sure, for sure. And it has been a help. That's true. Uh, I felt more comfortable because I knew that someone of the family was waiting for me here. And the family was the EHL family, actually. So that's great to feel comfortable like that. You know that the EHL spirit is around everywhere around. Um, you asked me before if I was missing Switzerland. Yes, sometimes I, I miss the lake, the mountains, the raclette and the fondue, of course. But you go back to Switzerland, you breathe a little bit, and then you, I, I come back full of energy in Madrid. And Madrid as well is a city that is giving you a lot of energy. So that was a very good move, and I'm very happy in Madrid. Thanks a lot, uh, Patrick, for sharing on this more personal part of, uh, of your journey. Daniel, would you have a last word for this episode? And what would be maybe your advice for alumni who are looking to move from one city to another? Of course. And I think I can summarize that in two words, which is the alumni network. Sometimes we forget that we have these uh, family that can really help us anywhere we go. I'm in a position where we get to see a lot of things. And as a department, as an uh, alumni team, we got to make sure that we can keep on connecting with people, connect people between each other as well, and be there to support those that are in need. And I think when we're planning on moving to a different city, we sometimes tend to forget that we have alumni in the city where we're going and that we have an alumni network that can be there to support us. And it's very important always to try and reach out to them. The alumni um, in general, and I think I can speak for, for most of us, uh, we're people that are very open, uh, very happy to give a hand, very willing to help those that are in need. Um, well, the reason that we have their stamps as well is to have these different points of contact and local communities everywhere that can represent the alumni network. So no matter where you're going, there is always a stamp that is close to you. People are just a phone call away or an email away. And I think it's important to remind ourselves that we are part of this uh, huge and very important EHL family. And it's, it's an asset that we have as uh, alumni from EHL, and we should take advantage of it, take advantage in the good way, but make sure that we are reaching out to people, make sure that we're using the network for the good and that we're benefiting as, as members of it to get advice from people that are living in different cities, get advice from people that are working in different companies and make sure that we can build our own community from within. Well, thank you very much, uh, really, to both of you, uh, Patrick and Danielle, for your time this morning and uh, then for sharing your encounter. Uh, but so thank you very much to both of you. No, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for uh, the invitation. I was super happy to talk about my experience here in Madrid and, and in the Stamm. And please feel free to come and visit us uh, as soon as possible. Thank you, Caroline, for the invitation and a pleasure to be able to speak with you again, Patrick, uh, virtually. And um, for everyone listening, please don't hesitate to reach out to either the STAMS or the alumni department. Uh, we're very happy to be able to help you with whatever you need.
Great. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you to all of you for listening to this new episode of EHL Alumni Network that has the aim of increasing our sense of belonging to EHL family. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't hesitate to share it with your old or not so old alumni friends and to put some stars to it on your Apple podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode with a new stamp destination.